The masterful queen, the mommies, the <laughs> repping for the mommies, Chris, whoop, whoop. Christina. But why do you keep your last name, Pazitsky? You don't, you don't, am I saying it right? No, yeah. Paz- okay, so it's Pazitsky. Pazitsky. Yeah. Which is so annoying. Like, I need to take a shot of vodka when I say it. <laughs> I like, know. Pazitsky. It's been the worst name to have in I showbiz. love your name. I know, but nobody can spell it. Nobody, nobody can, can say, it. say it. I know. So I made it P, and that's it. But legally, Christina I'm Segura. You're so pretty. Oh, I my can't. God. You're so nice. She makes me feel good. Oh. You can come over anytime. I love it. I love you. She she told me I'm pretty and skinny, and you like she's like, I best. like your boobs. I'm like, fuck. And they're real. They your are real. Boobs I, are real. Guys, you heard it here first from Christina P, a for the mommies, okay? She knows about titties, this woman, okay? First got, of all. I got tits for days. And <laughs> she's got huge tits. <laughs> it's a big titty club. Big titty club. And look at you. You look so good there. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You're so nice and I supportive. I need more people like you in my life. You know what? I've, can I, I tell you that I've decided I only fly with eagles. <laughs> Fuck them chickens on the floor. I fuck with eagles, girl. So, eagles! I'm dead. Eagle. Am I an eagle? an eagle? I love that. You know why? Because you're an innovator. You, uh, you're you so smart at how you do everything. You're talented. You're oh everything. Oh my God, I you're love everything. you. Can you be, can you be like my, my best friend forever? <laughs> I'm God, I need this. I, she just keeps complimenting me. I'm like, okay, go on. I can't be your best friend because I see your best friend on oh, Instagram. Michaela. She's perfect too, and she thinks she's fat. No, no, isn't no, that no. kind of crazy? How did you meet this girl? She's is she in Michaela show business too? Yeah, or? she's an actress. She was in like Guardians of the Galaxy and like oh. on Two Broke or Two Broke Girls and that uh, what's that show with Charlie Sheen? That Two and a Half Men. Oh my god, she's been in a bunch of shit. I'm sorry, I'm such a I know, no, no, but like, she's like no, you? but she's You're like famous. done a bunch of different episodes of stuff. So it's not like she was like the main person. You know, oh, okay, so. she's very working. Like she's yeah, one of those she's that done works a lot. Forever. I know, and I'm like I've never been on a sitcom anything. I'm like, hey, check out my Instagram live. <laughs> so depressing. But isn't that the wonderfulness of the internet is that, yeah, yeah you can be on Instagram live. Yeah. You can do your podcasting. That's true. And you're free. And yeah. you don't need the gatekeepers to tell you that you're worth it. Or audition. Can I That's make, the oh, worst. Or, can I turn my volume? I like to you be, be louder? very loud. I like to hear my beautiful voice. Is that voice. you? Or is um, that meow, 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 meow. There you go. Oh, meow, is meow, that meow, better meow. for you? That's good. I like that. Okay, good. So yeah. yeah, so I'm glad to have you here. You came this all the way great. from Pacific Palisades. Don't Thank tell you. People I live there. Just kidding. She doesn't live there. We can cut that out. Daniel, cut it out. Done. Cut it out. Don't tell you me. You guys are so, you guys are way too <laughs> Yeah, I forget how famous you are. I mean not famous. Not as famous as your you guys. mom's house. Are you kidding me? You guys are the most famous. Are we? That's a your podcast is huge. It is now. It's funny because I don't you know it it kind of crept up slowly. Everything Tom and I have been doing in the last 15 years we just did you you've know been doing your podcast for 15 no, years uh eight years about eight years eight years i'm on year one i'm like this is taking really long <laughs> i get like two th- i get like five thousand views on youtube but my when i put it on instagram it gets like a hundred thousand well that's the secret it's always like finding where people find you yeah but yeah it just crept up and it was one of those things we enjoyed doing so much it was never work it just was fun awesome mm-hmm. and then you're like oh we Wait, wow, we, we have people that listen. This I is love fucking that. Great. Yeah. And you're both comedians, so it's like yeah. perfect. Yeah, yes, I know. It's fucking, it's weird. Yeah. Because I know, 
I mean, I, I sometimes mean, that doesn't work. Yeah. It could be really, yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. they're like, I'm the funny one. And they get mad. They're like, you can't be funny. I'm funny. <laughs> you stop doing stand up. That's what happened. What? When I was dating that comedian I was telling yes. you about. And we lived together and we were going to open mics, doing stand up, everything together. And then he was like, you know what? We either have to break up or you have to stop doing stand up because this is too much. This is too much. Like, I don't like the pressure of competing with you, blah, 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 blah. So I stopped because I'm weak <gasps> and insecure. Oh, no. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I was actually thinking about that this morning mm-hmm. that you're so funny. Oh, thanks. And you're great at your characters and you're like, why didn't you try? I was thinking that you probably. Yeah, I did. Could have taken it. It was really fun. It was really fun and I loved it. But what about you know, sketch comedy? I, I could did see that. You doing I that. did that. I did like um, a couple of shows on E that were like just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. But, well, you know, it is goes. what it is. Nothing goes anywhere, does it? No, it's like but, unless- but who cares? Because you've got the internet. <gasps> who cares? Because I'm filming this on my iPhone. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Okay, so you know what? The shit. whole premise of my podcast is the worst yeah, first. first worst. worst shit that's ever happened to you. It can be dating. It can yeah. be jobs. It can be, you know, sex. It can be anything you want. Well, let me tell you something. Okay, tell me everything. I'm going to, I might flip the script here. Please. Because- I'm, I'm a stand-up comic. You're a comedian yeah. too. Yeah. You know that the darkness is infinite. So infinite. So I, f- like, I've been with Tom for 15 years. And That's just, so long. I know. How do you still like him? I don't know. It's weird, right? I do. I love him. We, we like each other a lot. That's amazing. I See, know. guys, true love exists. It's weird. We, we work well. T- we're one of those couples that, like, yeah. we just work. We're like, but he I even said it. to me last week, he's like, uh, you know, I've known you for so long and you're still telling me shit that horrifies me about your childhood, about your past. He's like, like new stuff. New stuff. Whoa. <laughs> and I have a feeling, Miss Brittany, yeah. that your well goes deep too. Oh, my well's so deep. You yeah. can't even reach the bottom. Well, that, so I was thinking maybe we could do, instead of one incident, just kind of a lightning round where we go, go back, back and, and forth, forth of our trauma. Love that. <laughs> you guys ready to be depressed? <laughs> Everyone ready to go get your tissues, everybody. Go get them. Well, I have to tell you, because I'm I'm fascinated by you. I want to know you. your story. I feel I've told my stories. I know. I want to know. know you. What what why are you funny? Oh my God. Well, it's like, of course, we had like the worst childhood. Yeah. So the what, worst. give me like, okay, if you don't want to go deep on it, we don't yeah. have to. What's the cliff, the cliff's notes? Um, my mom. I'm, and I'm just repairing my relationship with her now, so I'm not going to like go, go into oh, it. But, she you know, she she has issues and, uh, you know, wasn't the greatest when I was younger. And we yeah. did a lot of horrible stuff. And my brother and I got very traumatized by it, you know, and it was just a lot of fighting and a lot of drama. And we were always, you know, on the like fight or flight, you know, the like yes, on the yes, edge yes. of your seat where you feel like. Yep. You're like, fuck, I'm scared, you know? And and like, that's how I felt pretty much 24-7 yep. in my childhood. And it was just like a way of, of life for me. And um, I remember I would have like diarrhea all the time. And people yep. were, my, my parents took me to the doctor and they thought, oh, she has IBS, right? So they gave me like these IBS pills, but it was really just my anxiety. Yeah. So it was kind of crazy. Like that was like the main. What kind of stuff was wrong? Was Were you alone with her? Or was it yeah, where was my, your dad? My dad worked during the day and she was home with us. And I just remember, you know. Um, she on drugs? Is it, was no, it? No, she didn't do drugs. It's just a mental illness is like yeah. very big in my family. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Um, 
Someone, a close relative of mine is schizophrenic and I don't want to say who, but like recently diagnosed schizophrenic and, you know, he's older and it's kind of crazy and it's like my close relative. So you're like, oh, it's scary. And then my dad's side's depression and my mom's side is like, I don't know what fucking just off the wall. And so, I mean, it's real. Like being fucked up mentally is so real. You know, people act like people act like it's like a choice. They're like, no, you no, that's not true. Like you don't have, like you can't have a broken brain. Everyone is born with a perfect brain. And like, it's your choice whether you have anxiety or not. It's up to you. It's not yeah. fucking up to you. It's not. And especially what you're talking about, this prolonged yeah. fight or flight. It's a trauma. And then it just is? fucks you up, right? Well, and then when you get older, you're like. Then you're full of anxiety because yeah. your brain has been rewired. Yeah. And what was yours? Was yours like that too? So my mom was kooky shoes too. My right. Mother. The moms do it. It's the yeah. mommies. Thank it's God you're mom. a good mommy. Fuck. I, but I've been in therapy for yeah. a decade. Yeah, like same. hardcore. Mm-hmm. I'm, I take my Lexapro. Oh, hell yeah. Shout out to Lexapro. <laughs> I take my Effexor. They tried to switch me to Lexapro. Oh, why, why not? Well, I took a Effexor Prozac combo for a little bit and then I didn't have the greatest reaction. So they were like, mm, maybe not Lexapro for you then because okay. it's kind of like an off brand, a little bit related to Prozac. I don't know, whatever. I'm stuck on Effexor for life. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Effexor. Don't be a fucking psycho. But thank God for <laughs> thank God. that because, so what that is, they say it's called complex PTSD. Oh, yes, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yes. it's like we've been that? to war. Yeah, yes, for your whole upbringing. Life. Yeah, Which is Childhood. crazy because that's when the brain is developing and to be constantly in a state of hyper arousal Vig- and yeah. hyper vigilance yeah, is what happens. You're all- yeah, constantly. It's very hard to. So undo. that's what yours was like too. So my mom had uh, an undiagnosed, of course, borderline personality. Oh my god, that's what my mom has. I know I'm not supposed to ah, say ding, it, but ding. she literally has it. I she knew just it. told me. I knew it. I knew it. She I just told me. Yeah. She's like, I got borderline. And then the other day, she texted me the lyrics to Madonna's "Borderline," and she's like, "This song's about me." I don't know if you guys have heard of that borderline. Feels like I'm going to lose my mind. She literally texted me all the lyrics and she goes, this is my song. Look, it's about me. No. No, I'm dead serious. No. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, you're in it. She has borderline personality disorder, too. So did you have a sibling? Older brother. Okay. Because my trauma was because I was an only. Oh, my God. No. (gasps) Oh. So I was in the upside down and also my dad, they divorced. So I was alone with my mom and then he was an alcoholic. So on top of that, you had no good parent. No. So I would, she would kick me out because they kick you out. I don't know if your mom ever did that. I didn't live with her. I live with my dad. Oh, she left. My dad raised me. And my dad has like depression, but he's like pretty normal. You know what? We could have a show. We should have a show. Called who's got the, like who's more <laughs> traumatized because I think, I'm not sure. So here's the deal. Abandonment is the child's worst yeah. fear. My mom I have would kick like me out. Yeah. She would kick me out. Go what? live with your father. She would drop me off at school and be like, your room is too messy. I can't deal with you. Go live with your father. And then I would go live with my dad for months. She wouldn't take my phone calls. She would kick me out. And then eventually we'd make up and I'd come back, which was psycho. So I don't know what's worse. That at or, a young age? Oh, from like seven? Third grade. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's more traumatic, that or having your mom just up and go. My mom found a new hot guy. So she was like, bye, bye. Never had kids. See ya. Losers. <laughs> Dead. Wait, which, so wait, your mom's from Russia? No, Hungarian. Hungarian. Both, my parents. Both from Hungary? Yeah. So, on so top like hardcore of, European people. Hard fucking core. And they escaped from communism. So they were tough, resilient, 
clever people Damn. and they were severely tra- traumatized from their childhood. So yeah, it so was took it like, out on you. well, yeah, they didn't know how to do it. They just didn't know. They had nothing to give. It's oh not their fault. God. You know? So you were just constantly like <laughs> shivering and like, like a shelter just freaked out, like fucking fluffing your pillows, making sure your room is clean, fucking vacuuming, picking up crumbs off the floor. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? And it then you try is. to be like loved and be perfect and you're like never good enough. Yeah, yeah. And that, and then you're compelled to do stand-up comedy, which was really good for me actually because I yeah, channeled so much into that. Yeah. And so now that I can't do it because of this whole quarantine, I'm kind of dealing with anxiety to the max I've been shopping on Etsy and buying <laughs> some girl just spent like a month that's beautiful I though I know and I, I'm into Etsy and I'm <laughs> compulsive shopping Etsy's a dark place <laughs> like people don't understand but Etsy's like they're like check out this doll I made out of human hair and teeth and like they sell it for like $500 and people love it they're like this is creative I know like, you made this out of skin this is great I love it I'll wear it all over People are fucking totally. psycho on there, right? Totally. And I'm in the Etsy vortex. You're in the now. Et- you you you're in the dark vortex yeah. of TikTok. You're in the yeah, dark yeah, yeah. vortex of Etsy. Yeah. Like okay, Christina, you guys need to follow her on Instagram, but she posts the funniest shit on her Instagram and it's the darkest TikToks I've ever seen. Like I'm talking about dark talks the dark talks yeah. like the yeah. people are missing teeth and like one eye yeah. and like But can I tell you it it's not work for me either because people are like, how are you finding I these? don't see how this you- <laughs> stuff on my For You page. Okay. It's on mine. It doesn't take long. Your dark childhood just seeps through yeah. into the talk. I think it does because I find mental illness and dark shit really funny. And I think it's so I. my way of processing yeah. all the weirdness with my mom, mm-hmm. you know, and... um I, I like it. I laugh at it. I know you're not supposed to laugh at mental illness, but like I fucking had to, to survive my own situation. And I deal with my bullshit too. I have anxiety and all this and trauma, blah, blah, blah. So I feel like if you have uh, mental illness, you're allowed to do what you have to do to cope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're not, if you don't have it and then you're making fun of someone who has it, that's another thing. But if you do have it, like, do what you got to do. I mean, I make fucking, I make TikToks about it, too. Like, going into my therapist and then, like, me breaking up with my therapist and then coming back, like, two minutes later, like, I thought I was better, but I'm not, you know? This is a fucking waste of money. I could have bought 12 Louis Vuitton handbags, but I still have trauma. Do you go, are you still in therapy right now? Yeah, my therapist is really cool. She's, um, she's been on the pod. Her name's Julia Alperovich. She's like a Hungarian, no, is she, me. she's Russian, blogging? I'm sorry. But she's like, yo, she's got like the foreign situation, but yeah. she's tough. Well, they so are. she's tough. So she, she'll just call me out on my shit. Like if I'm just, you know, not help, trying to help myself, like if I'm not meditating, if I'm drinking yeah. caffeine, if I'm doing things I shouldn't be doing and I'm having anxiety, she'll be like, well, are you trying to help yourself? Like, are you taking time out of your day to meditate and to breathe? Like, cause we don't I forget. really, I forget to do that too, Why but it makes forget? a big difference. Yeah. Cause before this whole thing, I had such a regimen routine. Yeah. yeah. It was like, I do Pilates at nine. <laughs> I come home, I do TM for 20 <laughs> minutes and then I, I'm practice my gratitude. Like it was a whole thing. And then like, <gasps> Pilates out the window. I know. And then I just forget that I that I meditate. Right? Like, you just forget you... that you have to like be like care about yourself. Yeah. yeah, I know. You're just like Etsy. I just see it. All I do is just buy things on Etsy hoping to fill this black hole inside. But no matter what. 
Wait, so okay, so I'm talking. Uh, so you grew up with your mom. She was got to do stand up. Why love did you. you let that guy? I know. Honestly, I shouldn't say that, but like, I know. But I'm like, you're so, young. You're young, and then not someone, really anymore. No, but I mean, like when that happened, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. Yeah, I was like 23. And you lit. Yeah, you're so young. That's yeah. why like, people when they're like, give me advice on my stand up. I'm like, I would never do that to you. Yeah. Because what if I said one thing? Yeah. And you and you heard it wrong yeah. or something, and then I completely was responsible for taking you off a course. Yeah. Christina P told me to never do it, so yeah. I stopped, <laughs> and now I work at Geico right. for the rest of my miserable right. life. Right, I can't carry that weight. No. Okay, wait. So, so I, I want to hear more toe about. To toe. Yeah, I want to hear. So you were by yourself, your yeah. mom BPD, and uh, and so you like, how did it start with you with the anxiety? Did you start having panic attacks yeah. because it was stressful, right? Yeah, when I was scared. Kid. Yeah, and yeah. so what would your mom do when you had those? Okay, so I I started to develop a thing around vomiting around. Oh, I've heard of that. When you yeah. get really upset, they throw up. Yeah, Tommy's son used to do that. Oh, oh, right. Well, no, I develop, I've developed a phobia of vomiting. Oh, scared of vomiting. Yeah. My friend Rita's like that. She's yeah. so, she'll do anything not to vomit. Same. Yeah. And, and I went 20, no, I went like 12 years without vomiting wow. until my son gave me a stomach bug oh, like last no. fall. But yeah. And so I would get like panic attacks thinking about having to vomit. And then I would go just put my feet in the pool uh-huh. and that wouldn't help. But, um, but I had a separate life. Like, you know, when your parents are nutty, you kind of, yeah, you have to get away. I just hid. So I just hid in my room and I listened to records and stories Mm -hmm. and I watched television and that's how I learned about like Americans, like normal life. Like Charles in charge taught me how to be an American because at (laughs) home we were eating like cow brains. Were you really? Yeah. We're fucking. Wow. Worst first dinner. Cow (laughs) brains. What the fuck? Cow, how do you even serve that? So you bread them, you like make them into patties and then you bread it and then you fry them. And I didn't even know they were cow brains until I was like 10. Where do you even buy that? <laughs> the fucking Hungarian murder store? Welcome, we have cow brains, we have pig dick, we have That's everything. Good. That's a good accent. Is that crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, like did she buy them at Gelson's? I'm not sure. I, Kelsen, Gelson's does not sell cow brains. Trust me, I've been... <laughs> I've been to Gelson's quite a few times. I've just used any excuse to get out of the house. I'm like, I, I gotta go to the grocery store. We need one Q-tip. I gotta go get it. No. There's no cow brains at Gelson's. I don't know how she found them, but. And then how did you find out they were cow brains? So I just asked one day, I was like, this, is this? meat is mushy because it's mushier than anything else. And I was like, what the, What am I eating? Is it like ground beef? No, because I had had ground beef at that point in my life. Yeah. And I'm like, that's different consistency. I'm like, this is really squishy. What is it? And then she told me, and I was like, never, I'll never eat this again. Yeah. And she'd just be in the kitchen fucking <laughs> putting a little fucking paprika on See, it and shit. You're not a foreigner. That's why, are you American? My parent, my grandparents are all from Italy mm. on both sides. So not really like, I mean, I'm American, but I'm like, kind of like, you know, you're fucking Guido. So. Yeah. It's- <laughs> I mean, we, we, my grandfather, I remember taking frogs out of the backyard, <laughs> like a fucking psycho and putting them in a pot and boiling them and eating their fucking legs. Seriously. That was traumatizing. Wait, I thought you had to eat like special frog legs. Like I don't know. Probably. France. And Not- he just fucking, he used to, he had a garden and he would just grow his own fucked up shit and we'd eat it. I don't he know. Was Italian? He was Italian, see, yeah. Foreigners he do, didn't give a shit. That's the thing. And he'd that's, eat squirrels and shit. He that's didn't right. give a fuck. But see, you know why? 
because they had to deal with real hardships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. now with this pandemic for the first time, Americans are like, we can't get toilet paper. <laughs> How crazy is I can't, I haven't been able to buy toilet paper. I've been having to order it for like, <laughs> I paid $50 for like two rolls. Some fucking piece of shit right. on Amazon. But after a few wars, huh. you best believe you'll be eating frog legs and uh. then you develop a taste for them. <laughs> I will never eat frog legs. So you're with your dad. With my dad. By myself and my brother. Uh, so that's why I'm such a tomboy. Same. Like yeah. I got, you are t- too, but yeah. like you raised with your mommy. Well, then she kicked me out and I go live with my, my dad. Daddy. And then. Yeah. And was he nice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was an alcoholic, but nice. Okay, and he took me to bars with him growing Stop. up. Stop! When you were little, he'd be like, "You're you color, and I'm gonna take twelve shots." <laughs> Basically. Stop. Basically, yeah, yeah. And I, we would go to a place in the San Fernando Valley called the Beef and Barrel. Yikes. It doesn't exist anymore, and I loved it because I was like nine, and I would dance with sailors, and I thought it was the coolest. Sailors? Thing. Where was this? By a port? <laughs> like no. what was this? But I remember dancing with sailors, and that song, "Moni Moni," the Billy Idol version. Here she comes, <laughs> and they would go, "Hey, motherfucker, get laid, get fucked." And I learned that from them, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Wow. Yeah. And then I would go to school and be like, "Dudes." Did you know there's like a hidden verse to Moni Moni? Stop. And they'd be like, wow, she's got a dirty mouth. <laughs> Naughty girl. Yeah. So just chaos. So chaos. wait, was your dad at least together? Like, did Yeah. He my dad's, my dad's, my dad tried his best. He, my dad has depression, but he would like never admit it. And he won't take, obviously won't take medication. Doesn't believe in any of that stuff. But you know, it was just me and him and my brother. And my mom was like, in and out doing her own thing between like being psycho and not being psycho and just whatever. Anyway, did you know as a kid that it was her and not you? I think the hardest thing was, was I love her and love her because she's my mother and I, and a kid's love for their mother is kind of, undying no matter how horrible a person can be to you yeah you just love them because you're like oh that's mommy you know what i mean oh i know it yeah and so you know the abuse was unreal in, in terms of like you know and i've told this on my podcast before where she would like you know when my parents first got divorced it was really messy she still had a key to our house and she could come and go and she would take stuff from our house and bring it to her new house and <sighs> you know if my dad was seeing someone and they bought him something she would break it in front of us and then you know she just would be back and forth and she would break it she would She's break like, it who brought she, this yeah. in the last is this from nancy <laughs> like that kind of thing yes. you tell me everything about that yes bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she'd smash it yeah. and then um and then it got really bad to the point where, you know, and my dad like was just so, I don't know why he just let her do this, but like she would, she was living with this guy and whenever they'd have a fight, she would threaten to like kill herself. And oh so boy. she'd come over like once a month, they'd have like a blowout, you know, when her fucking mood would fluctuate and she'd come over at like 12 o'clock AM and I'm in, I'm like, I'm like six and she'd bang on the door and she'd tell my dad, I need to see Brittany and she'd be crying and my dad would wake me up No, and then I'd go in the car with her and we'd drive around and she'd be crying and she'd be like, I'm just wanted to say goodbye. I'm killing myself and don't worry. I'm leaving you everything. And then I'd be sitting there like I just woke up fucking crusties in my eyes. I'd be like, no mommy, don't kill yourself. Like, please, I love you. And I'd be crying oh, yeah. and devastated. And I'd be literally would be with her for like three hours at 12 o'clock in the morning. Oh, 
my God. Trying to convince her not to kill herself. And then finally, after three hours, I would convince her not. And I'd be like, I love you. Like, don't do it, mommy. I love you. You know, my brother wouldn't put up with that shit. My brother. That's the thing, though. They say it's harder with girls. Yeah. The girls. Borderlines. Yeah. And their mothers. Yeah. Because you guys are just naturally yeah. more bonded. So she used you as her therapist. Yeah. My mom did the same thing to me. Worse. What did she do? Just like. I was sitting down at the dinner table every night and downloading about her love life Ugh. and her problems and who's fucking with me and then the, how is your father? Who's she dating? What's happening? And the, like she wouldn't threaten suicide. She threatened suicide later yeah. when I was older. Yeah. But it was a lot of like- They treat uh, you like an adult. Yeah. You're like, I'm seven. I don't want to hear it's about a traumatic. dick. Oh, I would hear about her sex life all the time. Did you learn about sex from your mom super early? Oh my God, I remember my mom giving me a bath. When I was like five and she'd be rubbing my back and washing me and she'd go, you know, do you think I should leave your dad? And I was like, uh, can I have more bubbles? And like, and then she'd be like, his giant donkey dick doesn't fit inside of me. Oh. Hello. Don't judge me on my issues. Okay, guys. <laughs> Did your mom say shit like that to you? She, we, not about my dad, but she would be about like. About guys she was seeing. She would, no, she told me one time that my stepdad, this is later, she got remarried to a criminal and, and she was, she'd be like, your stepfather, Dean, how was his name? Dean, his pickle is infected. Ew. You're like, I don't want to hear about Dean's pickle. Yeah. And he's, she, he wants to fuck me. I don't want to fuck him with his dirty pickle. I'm like, oh my God. But that, she would always tell me about stinky vaginas. Her <sighs> thing was like, men don't want women with stinky pussy. And now I was again, like seven, You're six. Like, yeah. I'm like, why what? am I worried about this right now? Like what? what's a pussy yeah oh like i don't even God. know yeah and really young too and and then she had a sex drawer and she would show me like this is oral sex cream and this is edible underwear she would show you yeah to well, give did, me did dean, did dean live with you guys so i dean came into my life when i was 12 so when okay. i was by the time i was 12 i was like i need out fuck this bitch. you knew yeah it was crazy so i was already like i had a you know i was out smoking cigarettes and at 12 yeah by 13 i was like an adult you were like 45 yeah you were like they make i've eaten a lot of cow brains at this point yeah, yeah. fucking out brew and so he came when i was 12 and then um yeah and then that was a whole where other. did you live saffron valley brew with your mom at 12 still or did you leave so no, I did. I unfortunately. So what happened was we were living in just an apartment in Tarzana, mm -hmm. and then she got remarried to that guy, and then we moved to like Hidden Hills, mm -hmm. and she was so into him mm -hmm. that she thankfully kind Forgot of ignored you. me. Yeah. yeah. So she got out of my ass and into his, and I, you know, I had friends. I had life outside mm -hmm. of home, and mm -hmm. I would just stay at my friends' houses as much as possible because I knew I was like, bitch, when I'm. You know, she would always tell me, actually, when you are 18, you are cut off. And I was like, bitch, I'll be out sooner. And yeah. I was. I was out by 17. I went to college and I was gone. Wow. And Where did you go to college? University of San Francisco. Oh, I nice. barely got into college. Like, I was so, my SATs were just horrible. Abominable. Well, because of all the shit you're going through, yeah. they're like, uh, hey, uh, what's the constitution of bitch? I don't even know if I'm going to survive tonight in my bed. I'm not worried about the goddamn fucking when the declaration of proclamation was signed. Oh, I know. Like, how can I study when there's yelling? Yeah. And, and like, my mom showing me her fucking edible panties. 
bro. That's all that's been going through my head. I'm not going to remember this shit. I know. And you, yeah, you're too, you, there's too much at home. Yikes. Yeah. So, so good for you going to college though. You got into college. Well, good for you. And you know why though? It's only because I'm so easily swayed by what my friends were doing. Really? Yeah. But you also seem really smart. So. Well, thanks. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe anymore. it's the glasses. <laughs> yeah. It's into, mm, just wearing people think you are. <laughs> The thicker yeah. framed your glasses, yeah. the smarter you are. It does make you look smarter. It does. I agree. Uh, so she went, my best friend went, was like, I'm going to go to USF. And I was like, I'm going to go too. And then I just applied because she did. <laughs> You're like, what a coincidence. <laughs> I also applied. Dad. Literally. It was such a fucking. I love it. So your dad's raising you. Your mom yes. would show up and terrorize you. Do yeah. you resent your dad for not protecting you from her a little bit? <sighs> you know, he eventually did. He eventually yeah. like, you know, because I started getting really fucked up. I developed OCD first before I developed uh, anxiety. Of course. I still did you have, have it? it. Do you have it? Still did do. you have the touching thing? Um, no, I have a hypervigilance that yeah. around checking. I, and- yeah, I, I still check, but I try not to like, I check my curling iron like seven times before I leave the house still, just cause I'm like, all right, did I unplug it? Yeah, I did. But wait, wait, wait maybe I didn't, you know, and then go back. Cause I'm like, if the house burns down, the dog's like, that's all I care about. Of course. If the dogs weren't here, I wouldn't care. But so it started, my dad noticed that, um, I would like, if I bump my hand on something, I'd have to like bump it eight more times oh. to give it back. Yep, yep. And then it turned into a rituals when I would have to go to school. I'd have to run up and down the stairs like eight times before I could go out the door. And like, it was like all these rituals and I was doing all this shit. And he was like, this is not normal. This is fucked up. So he like sent me to therapy and Good. then- the therapist found out about, you know, all my stress and like what my mom, you know, the stress that my mom was causing me. And they're like, she's going to end up, you know, like really messed up from this. Like she even told my dad, she's like the fact that she's not even more messed up from this yet is crazy. And that the the OCD was like a coping Mm -hmm. mechanism, right? Mm -hmm. It's like your body, when you're under trauma or stress, your brain does that to distract you. To protect you. Yeah. To protect you. Isn't that weird? Yeah. And the hypervigilance and the and the uh, anxiety comes because when we were under so much trauma as kids, our amygdala grew larger than it was supposed to because we were under like, it was for instance, like, you know, back in the day, if you were under constant attack of a lion, your amygdala would grow right. larger to keep you, you know, protected and, and on fl- fight or flight mode to survive. So because we, even though it's in modern times and there's no lion, in this case, like our mom is the lion. I know. And we're constantly like it, like surviving for our lives, even though it's not like life or death. Our I brain know. can't tell the difference. That's And that's the torture of trying to undo all that stuff. You can't really undo it. <laughs> I know you that's can manage. the fucking problem. It's like it sucks because it's like people are, and then people are like, oh, you know, um, you know, why don't you just like do yoga or like yeah. they don't really get that it's like, once you're in, like you said, when your brain is developing yeah. and this is happening to you, it shapes everything. And it's that's just how it bit. is now. Yeah. I know. And those things can like help regulate you mm-hmm. a little bit so that, mm-hmm. but I go through, I'm sure you do too. Like when you get uh, like triggered. Oh um, yeah. Do you get like dissociative yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. I'll be sitting there and like, I'll be leaving my body for sure. Like I've been, I did it the other day. I was like driving my car. Actually, you know what? I'm sorry. Tommy and I were going to see a house and we were driving on the road and I just was like, I'm sitting here and he's talking to me, but I'm like not here. Like I was like outside of myself and I was just, and then I think sometimes I get too focused that like, oh, I'm a soul sitting in my body and I start Mm. to think about that too much. It's weird. 
Do you yeah. think about death? All the time. Yeah, me too. Constantly. Yeah, Scared. especially with kids. I'm like, oh God, I just want to live until they're 18. Like, please. So wait, what made you dissociate the other day in the car? It happens to me all the time. It's like mm-hmm. if I get, I, 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 it happens to me, like I'll just be sitting there and I'll like, someone can be speaking to me and I'll randomly just be like, not here anymore because you're something will trigger like what I they've don't even said know what triggers it sometimes i just don't feel well like if i feel mm. a little off or if i feel like too much anxiety i'll start to drift and i don't know why my body just does it like to like protect myself but it's weird because it's like i don't do you have really vivid dreams i think we yeah, talked about this i you do. do i do i think that's time. part of it is like the ptsd is like vivid dreams yeah. and i notice when i'm sleeping i feel like when i'm sleeping i leave my body mm. isn't this weird no do you i feel mean, that way i get no i don't know if i've if i have that sensation mm-hmm. but my dreams are very loose very very real yeah. so when i dream i feel like i go to another realm mm. and i don't feel like i'm on earth anymore and then in the morning when i wake up i feel myself being like thrown back into my body and i've i've talked mm. about this and people are like it's called astral projecting and i've never really looked it up but anyway it's fucking psycho and that's why i wake up tired oh it's weird because you yeah i wake up tired when i'm super stressed out and worried mm. and anxious mm-hmm. yeah yeah fuck man. i know so wait when did you so you yeah. did you go to therapy when you were dealing with this with your mom or oh no because they didn't want to no dude so they I were mean, like eat more cow brains yeah, that's yeah. all you need well yeah. this is the 80s like I'm, right. i was born in 76 so in the 80s like there was no idea of ptsd or like borderline right like, it was just all kind of starting you know yeah so by the time i'm a teenager i am like crazy like 14 yeah. i was like did you do a lot of drugs um yes experimentally what drugs oh <laughs> everything <laughs> heroin acid yeah, cocaine yeah. fucking meth like everything I tried these things just to feel better yeah but i wasn't dialed in that way mm-hmm, for addiction mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it i didn't care I just, yeah. I smoked, I drank, I did, I had friends, mm-hmm. but I was suicidal by 14. Oh, I was like were. cutting and- I cut too. Yeah. 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 Cause it's like you want to die, but you don't have enough strength to fully do it. <laughs> That's like the That's worst, totally right? You're oh like, my God. I can't go all the way. Yeah. That is a perfect description. Mm-hmm. Cause you want to die. That's so true. But you're like, there's a part of me that wants to live. Tiny part. Yeah. That just keeps you from shoving it all the way through your arm. Yeah. I used to tie belts around my neck until I passed out. Oh, my God. Did you ever do that? Listening no. to, like, Portishead. Yeah, I love like, Portishead. <laughs> <laughs> my dad would come to my room and, like, find me, like, my belt around my neck. <laughs> that's serious. Yeah, that's some David Carradine shit. Yeah. I find out that's yes, how he died I know, sexually. I, I wasn't doing it in a sexual way, but I did like the, like, blood rush to my head and I'd get so lightheaded I'd pass out and that's the weird thing because now I'm so scared of dying but I wasn't scared of dying then and I wasn't on antidepressants once I got put on antidepressants then I became scared of dying well let me tell you what my shrink says about that yeah Uh, excuse me get it girl oh hell yeah (laughs) this is the fucking (laughs) pussy fart burp podcast I farted with Michaela on the podcast I was like huge one she like, almost divorced me as a friend anyway go ahead what did your therapist say what was it? oh oh your therapist says about, about i said i wanted to kill myself and tried kind of before i was on antidepressants oh it's because okay okay so uh, once i started taking lexapro mm-hmm. and i had children and a husband and a life that i was really proud of and really happy about 
now suddenly I'm living for the first time. I'm not just in surviving mode, which right. is what it is when you, before you get into therapy and you get help after all this trauma, you're just surviving. Mm-hmm. Now I have so much to lose. I don't want to lose my life. Cause I've I know because so now hard. your life's so great. Yeah, that's how I feel now too. I think that's why I'm extra panicky. Yeah, and scared of dying because my life is so wonderful. Yeah, and I, I have like a really awesome husband, and we're so happy, and like these two little idiots, and like everything's so good. I'm like, fuck, please don't take it away. I'm sorry I ever wanted to die. And then I'm afraid God has like a delay, and then he's like, <laughs> oh, okay, let's see, Brittany Furlong, 2005, wanted to kill herself. Well, we better get to that, and then kills me now. Oh, I'm convinced that I'm dying of cancer slowly. I always feel like I have cancer. Yeah, too. Where do it's you, an anxiety thing? Where do, or where heart heart problems? Cancer? Oh, I see. I just had my heart looked at. I'm fine. Good. I so I've had it looked at like every month for like the last ten years. I'm like, nope, doc. It's gonna stop. I know it is. That's paranoid. You're, you're convinced it's the heart. Yes, I feel the. Why? I get chest pain a lot. Do you? Um, no, I do have palpitations that I believe are anxiety. Yeah, 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 yeah. And everything is centered in diarrhea for me. My stomach. If I'm like really fucking revved up, Mm -hmm. that's the first thing. Why do you think you have cancer? What part of the body do we have cancer? Breast. Oh, I'm, have you gotten a mammy? Yeah, I just did. Oh, I just did. I'm, I'm clear. Yeah. But because my grandmother died of it and my mother would always say, oh, you have to get your breast checked for the cancer. You're going to get breast cancer. You got big knockers. Does that make it? Did they have to use like three machines? They're like, we got spillover. We need, can we get two more fucking, can we just put two more machines in? Jesus Christ. You got massive tits. Massive tits. Do you want, Tom must just be like, <laughs> and breastfeeding didn't make it any better. But your tits are big too. What are you working? Mine with? are big, um, but you know I'm a 34D. No way. Yeah, but bigger. one's more like a C. Bigger. You think your Double tits are D's bigger maybe. than mine? They're no, they're not, girl. Yeah. I just saw your. Boobies. My my tits are under my arm. Your tits are they, way. Your tits are like a Q. I know, look. What's a cue? You have huge titties and natural. Big you got those Hungarian boobs. Yeah. I'm made to breed. I think you and you I are, are made to breed. I know, but except I'm too crazy. Too cra- Too much anxiety, too much going on. And I have all that endometriosis and polycystic that, ovaries. That's I'm not terrible. doing that. Did you have any of that shit or no? No, I you was had very good babies. Lucky. Healthy. Good. Lucky. Did now here's my question. When you were pregnant, did you have extra anxiety? Was it worse? Oh my God. So here's the deal, man. <sighs> I would have lost my shit. I would, do. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Because once you have children, now you're really faced to deal with all your childhood shit <sighs> again. <sighs> yeah. And the pregnancy freaked me out because I was like, oh my God, can I travel? Can I get on a plane? Can I do stand up? Can I listen to Howard Stern? Am I still a person? Like, yes. You know what yeah. I mean? You're like, am I still am I a mom now? Like, what, mm. what's a mom? Because, you know, we, we don't. I don't really know what it is. Yeah, what's a mom? Because we didn't really have like the right example yeah. of that. So I struggle with that all the time. You're probably the best mommy though. Cause well, I do yeah. love, like I, it's bananas how much I'm really like. Mm, and I you love have this. two boys? Yeah. Oh my God. They're cute. They're really and good. they're young. But see, you're good with these. These are all I need. I know. I these have, are my children. They're the best. They act like people. They're the best. They really do. They're not I people. Like, oh, 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 they're my best friend. I like dog breath too. You were yeah. you did a was it a talk where you're like I did a little talky. Yeah. Oh, I like it. So good. <laughs> I like it. I know. Okay, guys, wait, hang on. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back with Christina P on Worse Firsts. Okay, we're back. <laughs> that was Dead. so people quick. love it. I know because I have to throw the ads in there. Yeah, Hopefully they, you guys are still listening. Um you know what? It's you know what's crazy is that my girlfriend recently had a baby. She's her baby's about nine months old and she has a lot of mental issues like I do. And she 
had to get off all her medicine when she was pregnant, no which boy. is the worst. Because I idea. my OBGYN said if I ever wanted to get pregnant, I could still stay on my medicine because I'm on Good. a low dose. And they let a lot of women for if you're on a low dose. But if she was so concerned about the baby, she got off all her medicine. And then she got back on now that she's had the baby. And it's just like she is just struggling. But she like yeah. loves being a mom and she's yeah. a really good mom. But it's like almost like an overdo it. Like, you know, the baby has to have six bottles a day and has to eat three meals and everything has to be perfect. And we got to like change your diaper. You like that too? Hypervigilance. So what happens is you just, you push all that anxiety and hypervigilance towards the care of the baby when you're you're in an anxiety overdrive. Uh Uh-huh. And that's what I do with postpartum depression on both kids. Oh yeah. She has, she has that too. Yeah. But she won't accept any help, which is not good. How, how, how long has it been since she had her baby? She's nine. The baby's nine months. Yeah, just go go get on something. She won't accept any help, like with like caring for the kid, and oh no, she 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 feels like she can't even take a shower. What? Oh, uh, she's deep in it. Yeah, and I'm like, babe, you like she came and visited us, and I was like watching the baby and put on cartoons, and the baby was in her little thingy, and I said, look, you can put on some like cartoons and like get a shower, wash your face, you know, maybe put her in there with you so you can watch her, yeah, like, peek that's out what the shower, do. right? You just put the baby down. Yeah, she's like, no, because what if I'm like washing my face and something happens oh yeah she's really got it bad sucks i had that so bad for her like that that hyper i can't even hold the baby what if i drop the baby yeah she's like paranoid about every the baby being hurt or like the baby would be like laughing and she'd be like oh my god what's wrong i'm like babe she's laughing like she's happy yeah and the baby's like the happiest baby yeah she needs help then because it's a it's a prison to be that yeah hyper vigilant and shitty so hold on so you're with your dad you're with your bro do Mm -hmm. you like your bro my bro's awesome, but he, you know, he, when we were younger, he cut off from everything and I just got to deal with everything. Cause my brother was so mad at my mom for her leaving. Yeah. Cause he was like, him and my mom were like best, like close. And then, you know, cause she's just, that was his, her firstborn, my brother. Yeah. And then when she left, my brother was like, fuck her. He felt like she left, he left, you know, mm. left him for this guy. And so he cut her off. He like, didn't care. She'd be like, I'm going to kill myself. He'd be like, good. <laughs> It was like so evil. I was like, don't say that, Greg. You're not helping it. And he'd be like taking tons of acid and smoking yeah. weed and just fading out of everything. And, you know, he's got his issues, but it's like, you know, we're still, we're, we're friendly. I mean, I'm, I love my brother. I don't talk to him a lot. He lives in Pennsylvania. But, you know, we both got really fucked up from it. Where did you grow up? Pennsylvania. Pen- oh. Philadelphia, outside Philadelphia. Oh, wow. That's- Ew, it was the worst. <laughs> It was a fucking war. And people like people comment on my TikToks like, I'm from where you're from. And I'm like, God bless. <laughs> Get the fuck out of there. It's I was a like, hard I hate town. that place. I, all I know of Philadelphia is as a comedy. So as comedy cities go. Like Helium Comedy yeah, Club I do and helium. stuff. Yeah. And you can tell the if the audiences are hard or or you know, they're 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 hard laughers. Meaning they are. they're hard to laugh. The yeah. East Coast in general. They're fucking miserable. I don't. I don't know. I can't say. But they're like, so miserable. They go through all the seasons. They're like, I'm fucking hot. I'm cold. <laughs> I'm fucking. Yeah, my job sucks. Like nobody says hi to each other. Like, yeah. that was a weird thing coming to LA. Like walking down the street and like you pass somebody and they'd be like, hello. And I was like, yeah. Some other fucking trying to rob me. Like yeah. what's going on? Because in Philly, you just kind of keep to yourself. You know. Yeah. Even though they call it like the the brotherly city of brotherly love. Yeah, and they're not at all. I actually I. I like when people say hi. It pisses me off because it's it's fucking unclassy. If you're going, like I dropped my kid off at preschool. I used to. Yeah. And if the parent, the other fucking parents don't, don't even acknowledge, hi, yeah. it's like, 
Are you this classless, you fucking piece of They're so, garbage? So rude. D- Hi, good morning. Like yeah. you're modeling for these fucking kids, you douchebag. Or yeah. open a door and, and let the, you know, come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know people are really, people can be mean. So mean. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't I, like that. And, and I feel like too, because you grow up, with so much shit that I'm, I'm very sensitive to other people, believe it or not. Like, I know we talk shit on your mom's house yeah, and we yeah. make fun of everything. I'm actually quite sympathetic to people yeah. and to their, and what people are going through yeah. and the ability to put yourself in their shoes. And yeah, like, your audience isn't though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did your mom's house guys. I did their podcast. Yeah. If you want to see like a fucking, I read the, com- I wanted to kill Don't myself. Don't read the comments. They what were so doing? mean. They were like, this bitch is fucking, they used the R word. They called me retarded. I was like, what? What the fuck is this? They they were so mean to me. They were like, this would have been so much better if it was just Tommy. I no. was like, damn, these motherfuckers are mean. And I barely said two words. I don't buy I, Listen. No, they were mean. It's a, okay. I never it. read the comments. I don't read my own yeah. show comments. I don't read the Reddits or the Facebook. Fa- oh, God, Reddit. The, Hell what, no. You should see the YMH uh, Facebook group or whatever the fan page i had to stop reading it because even the, the fans of the show are like she's fucking stupid no it's like, because it's just- it, you know why because i realized that like tom and bert like that whole group of guys like their comedy is very like the guys that it attracts are like the guys who are like women belong in the kitchen and fuck <laughs> Like, fuck that, you yeah, fuck that pussy. And like that, that's yeah. the kind of guys like in America, there's a lot of guys like that still in America who are like, women aren't funny. Yeah. You know what's funny? Me sticking my big dick in your ass. <laughs> like, they're just so gnarly. Like, they're they like, can be. they're like rough and tumble dudes. They like, they, and be. they only think dudes are funny and they love dudes. And then if there's a woman, they, they're just like, what's this woman doing here? You yeah. know, women are only good for fucking and sucking. <laughs> like, they're just, well, I'll tell you, what too when i started stand up a million years ago that was all the audiences it Ew, felt like. like how did you deal i mean you got good tell me a fast, horror story all of oh god i mean i learned to feature all up and down florida that's yeah. where i featured and i learned god florida i've done yeah and i've done like hibachi grills i've done <laughs> fucking uh you name it convalescent center the one time i uh, the, my first time i featured oh my god uh, it was a triple run. It was horrible. It oh was boy. all up and down the the Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. And I did a biker bar. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't I, there. <laughs> I didn't see you there. And I did a biker bar and it was a, for- oh, it was in a clan town, a former clan town. And I talked to the chef who was a black guy and I'm like, what, what are you doing here? Yeah. Why do you live here? He goes, well, I don't live here. I live 75 miles, you know, away. I come and I work. Anyway, I thought I'd be very clever. And I was like, what do you guys like to do for fun here besides drag minorities behind your tracks? Oh, stupid. That Did was you my, say that? Yeah. And I thought I was being clever. I yeah, thought I was yeah, Bill Hicks yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, someone threw a fucking bottle, a beer bottle at me. And that was it. I lasted about 20 seconds. And that was like, <laughs> that was probably the worst story. And the headliner, like, they dragged me off and she had to close the whole show. I mean, like they threw a bad. beer bottle at you. Like, yeah. did it hit you? My feet. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> in the know. face. You're all- <laughs> oh my God. God. Yeah. Can you imagine that is kind of clever? I, though. I will say that's stage. a good joke. It was a good opener. <laughs> it's a good I opener for, for fucking those people. I couldn't. Those pull people it off. are like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've done it all. They're just I- like, don't call us out on our shit. Yeah, well, who wants that too? Like, you're at a, in retrospect, it was probably not 
like well, what, who cares yeah they're, they're rednecks I, would, I just wouldn't do the venue now there's you know? just some guys that no matter how funny you are as a woman they just won't laugh they won't laugh no that's they'll true they'll just be so mad that they you're won't. a girl and up there trying you know trying your thing they'll just like Mm-mm. no well no. because it's power yeah uh, when a woman takes a microphone into her hand and commands a room you're subverting the power structure it's very fucking it's subversion yeah but I will say this generation, millennials, the Gen Y, are down as fuck for female comics. Dude, they're so down for everything. They're down if you got a fucking pussy dick. They're yeah. down if you got fucking... They're so down for everything. They're down if they're, you got, like, titties and a mustache. Yeah. They're like, we love that. We stan. Yeah. We stan. Like, people are just going to end up being, like, purple with, like, yeah. dick pussies and, like, in the future and, like, just, like, nose nose pierces and fucking yes. like the mu- mustaches and like vaginas. Like it's going to be very Dude, different. Cause on the talk I find, I, I, I discovered, I mean, I'm learning about non-binary oh, yeah. and I don't fucking understand it. Mm-hmm. And this one person was like, had a beard yeah, and, sh- and they were like, yeah, I have breasts and a beard, but I'm not a man I'm transitioning into the thing and yeah. I'm trans mask. And I'm, and I'm like, I don't fucking understand any of what you said. Yeah. I'm glad you're happy. But happy for you. That's rad. Yeah. Like it's obviously I don't fucking, what do I care? Right. But I've it's never minded. Yeah. It's, I, you know, that's the thing is like, it doesn't bother. It doesn't bother me. Cause it's like, it's not me. What do you care? It's, who cares? Yeah, it's I like, go care. ahead. If that makes you happy, happy to live your life. Like I, I'm, I'm fine with it. I think I'm probably non-binary. I'm do very you? masculine woman. I'm, I find myself, I feel like I'm a man on the inside a Do little you? bit. Are yeah. you attracted to girls? Aggressive. No. Uh, not at all? No I lesbian like experiences? I mean, in, in college, you <laughs> didn't. In the 90s. <laughs> Dead. Did you ever? Yeah, I actually dated a girl. I was like- Full dating. Yeah. Like, when I was young, it was my first relationship. What? Mm-hmm. How old? It was my best friend. Um, I start. We started, like, fucking hooking up when I was, like, eight. What? Yeah. It was my mom's friend's daughter- Krista and we would go over her house and we watch HBO real sex and we'd fucking hump the shit out of each other at eight mm-hmm. and that went on for years Hold on. we were best friends too so it was like awesome it was like How? my best friend and I liked like could but it's f- perfect. have sex with her it was great and it's safe I yeah it was it fun feels really safe it and did good. it was fun it was really fun and then and then it but then it was weird because it wasn't like I wasn't like in love with her it was more yeah. just like oh this is like fun like we like have so much fun together and then we like do this thing and that was great wait what at eight years old mm-hmm. you're doing vag stuff oh yeah what do you mean? Are like, you going down on each other? No, just like dry humping each other. That's easy. Easy. That's, that's it's easy. It's like she could stuff. be a pillow. Yeah. But it was like fun and we loved it. And we would like, that was like our thing. I'd go over there and sleep over. We'd watch HBO Real Sex <laughs> and then we'd get all show. horny. And then we'd like fucking, and that went on for years. And then she started fucking guys when we were like 13. And she was like, I don't want to do this anymore with you. Like, I like fucking guys. And I was like traumatized. I was like, Aww. penises, you're going to get pregnant. Ah, like so scared. And then I thought I was a lesbian for the longest time. But I was attracted to guys, you know? Yeah. So I was just really confused because I was like doing this girl thing and then like attracted to guys. And then like, it was just weird. It's a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Well, especially to be sexually active so early. So early. That's really early to be. I don't be. know why either too. I wasn't molested or anything. Were I think you she privy? introduced me to it. So. She was your molester. She was, she was the one that instigated it. So it wasn't me, but she, I think she had some stuff that went Well, on. if you were watching HBO Real Sex at eight and at, at her house- yeah, so she was privy to stuff at a very early age. So yeah. she was overstimulated Way. sexually and then was like, hey, dude. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's like, I'm horny. And I was like, What's okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, sometimes I hump my dolls. I was like, what's that? And she like showed me. I had a cousin that like showed me how to hump pillows. That's a. Am- and know, we're all very young too. I knew a girl that humped shoes. Her shoes. Jones. Yeah. When like, she was very young. Too. How's that fun? I don't. A Mary Jane. She said she loved to hump a dry hump of Mary Jane. <gasps> Guys, we are all the same. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. We're all just fucking weird little horny humans. It's true. Isn't and, that crazy? But don't you, I know I've been told I should get into Al-Anon because you get oh, to Oh, I go into Al-Anon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, I go to Al-Anon. Does it help you to hear other people's stories and stuff? Yeah, except it's like my, uh, my parents didn't really like the alcohol thing. Like my mom would drink obviously and get fucking crazy but she was just crazy either way so it didn't matter but a lot of their stories are so alcohol based that I'm like oh. kind of not really like relating to it you know it's like more of the mental illness stuff is where I think I need to go but I don't know if there's like a group for that where your parents Dude, are mentally ill that would be great there like should a- start a group yeah where there's par- people whose parents were mentally ill yeah yeah, Especially borderline. Yes. Like a borderline support group for daughters of borderline yes. moms. Cause that's a special thing, man. That, that to have that relationship warped, the mother daughter thing, it's like, it's so hard. It's really, it's really been hard. just the worst. Is your mom still alive? No, thank God. She like, died in 2015. She did. Was that hard? Or oh what my was God. That like, okay. So here's a worst. Okay. Worst. Worst. 2015. I'm five months pregnant with my first kid. I land in uh, Montreal for the Montreal Comedy Festival uh-huh. and I get a text like uh, call, talk to your husband, talk to your husband or whatever. I'm like, all right, whatever. And I, I see Tom and he sits me down in the hotel room and he's like, your mom died. And I start laughing and I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I think he's kidding. And it was like, that was probably the worst moment. It was dealing with my mother's death and I had to come home and go to like the mortuary and do that whole, has anyone Where died? Where was she? So she lived in um, Marina Del Rey. Uh-huh. And um, she was a shut-in. She had people caring for her, thankfully. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Did you pay for it? No. How did mm, she afford it? The husband she was with, uh-huh. they divorced and she got a settlement. Money. okay. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I always made sure she was cared for, like she wasn't eating dog food. Did you go see her? Yeah, so here's the deal. I went to go see her and she kicked me out and- told me I was a bad daughter when eight years before she died Uh so she kicked me out and I was like all right and I tried calling her and she would be like I am moving furniture right now I can't talk and she would hang up on me so then we didn't speak for eight years and then she died and you would keep trying to talk to her and she wouldn't I did and then eventually I just just gave up gave up and then she would get weird she wouldn't she became really crazy. She was hearing voices. She became psychotic and broke from reality. And she would send me these really cryptic letters. She would send them to clubs that I was performing What would at. they say? Well, um, she was into Hillary Clinton. It would be like, Hillary Clinton has this heart condition. So you'd better be careful too. Please call me. I have important information. It was like nonsense. Did you call her? No. No, you just didn't even care. You're like, mom, get away from me. Well, because it was so traumatizing. Yeah. Like every time a letter would show up, I would just be in pieces and mm-hmm. tears because mm-hmm. it was like, dude, I can't. So fucking delusional. I can't. Yeah. Like to see your parent really lose their shit. Yeah. It's just, and I knew she was being cared for. She had people that looked after her, blah, blah. So she was fine. Was she on medication? <laughs> 
she wouldn't take it. Of course not. The See, and then pe- people say that, like, and same, the borderlines don't ever want to take it, by the way, or they drink on it, which makes it worse. But here's the thing. People are always like, oh, it's like the medicine that's making these people crazy. No, bitch. No. <laughs> fucking, some people, ha- the reason we have this medicine is because of this kind of shit. Yeah. Like, this is what happens when you don't take the medicine. By the way, the person in my family who's become very schizophrenic. Yeah will not take medicine no, that, and, that's and what makes it's it the worst. So interesting that that is what my mother was diagnosed schizophrenic too towards the end of her life. And they did medicate her towards the end of her life. Cause right. I got to see all the records and yeah. stuff prior to her being medicated. So I got, so that's another thing. So when they die, you have to clean out their fucking apartment. Here I am. I'm about six or seven and months pregnant and I'm by myself. My husband's on the road. Um, I convinced my dad to come back from Hungary to come help me do this. He begrudgingly comes back because he's like, I'm on vacation. I'm like, dad, I have to clean out mom's apartment. Like, I'm not going to pay for her apartment. What did she die of? So, she, like pulmonary failure. She had cancer too eventually. Oh. And so she, Was she chemo. old? No, nope. 69. That's not old at all. No. But I'll tell you, nothing worse than the mortuary when you're pregnant and like, you're filling out forms for somebody's life that you haven't spoken to. It's your mom. It's been eight years. And then, and then they're like, do you want to cremate? Do you want to bury? Did you love her? How much did you love her? How much do you want to pay? They for ask the- you that? No, but, but you know what I mean? Everything's so fucking so, fucking survey on a scale of one to 10. How much do you give a fuck about this person? You're like, what? Well, basically, because if you want to bury somebody, that's a goddamn fortune, man. So it's like 10 grand, right? At least. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, she wanted to be cremated. I knew this about mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, how much is the box that you put her in? Did you love her? How much do you love her? Because if you want to spend, you know, 10, there's there's a $1,000 box. There's a cheap box. Oh, for my 300. God. Like, like, we have this beautiful Jonathan Adler. <laughs> yeah. That you're like, really? It's yeah horrible. so it's like there's all those horrible and then going through their stuff and so anyway the point being she'd gotten so schizophrenic and crazy she'd kept files on tom and me she would listen to our podcast she would write down sayings that she thought were pertinent to her that she was hearing messages she would print out photos of tom like with his arm around like a female fan or something on the road and be like this is proof that he's cheating on you like it was craziness it was she would highlight you know instruction manuals for the microwave she was in the bible so she was circling bible for, it was that part was the hardest is the circling thing is so real with schizophrenics yeah they like circle words and make yep. think they're seeing messages that's all of it so crazy so you see their decline mm, yeah and you're like i kind of remember you being more lucid right and so that's that's the heart i think that God, was the I'm worst so sorry <clears throat> and so did now. she own her place no she was renting She's a nice place it. yeah and thankfully her she had a, a will because she was divorcing this guy and she fucking hated him wanted to make sure that oh this is hurting me right now yeah. um you know whatever thank god her affairs were in order but yeah. like just like did the, she leave you anything she did she did thank i mean that was really fucking cool that she actually did leave me a little chunk wow, of change nice. and, but there is nothing stuff. worse than canceling a dead person's car insurance gas bill like you don't realize that when somebody hey, fucking yeah, dies you gotta call the phone fucking verizon hey so they're not gonna be taking any more calls oh why, why? you're switching to another provider <laughs> no yeah we are jesus <laughs> We've switched God. His service is always available for free. A hundred percent. Oh my God. And some God. places don't believe you. And they're like, can you go ahead and fax the debt <gasps> Oh my God. Cause they're like, you're breaking a contract. 
We got to charge you $400 unless you show yeah. us that they fucking died. Yeah. And I'm like, first of all, no, there's no fucking fax machine. Isn't that horrible? Someone did that to my grandma. When my grandma died, they did that to my mom. My, my yeah. Dad. yeah. It's yep. like canceling credit card. It's, it is, that is probably the worst. And you're grieving and it's complicated because it's somebody you and didn't you're really And you're pregnant. Like. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fucking worst year of my your, life. Your baby's all... <laughs> what the fuck is going on in there, dude? Yeah, it was so oh, depressing. Man. That was probably the most depressed. You're so been. strong, though. You know what, though? I think so are you, and I think it's resilience. I think well, you and I should be, <laughs> we should be, you know, porn porn stars we or should heroin be por- addicts. I could be one day. Don't. It's <laughs> not too late. TikTok. You never know. <gasps> milfs of milfs of Pornhub. There you go. Hey, I had OnlyFans reach out to me. They're like, hey, listen. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Is that just sexual things right no there's kind of people getting on there now for everything because of like quarantine everyone's kind of like wanting to do their own thing and have like you know it's for like exclusive material it's mostly sexual and stuff like that but now they're trying to like make it more like a you know anybody can be on it and it's like a subscription basis where people pay like 99 dollars for the year and you know you upload like material on there that only is for only fans and it's nowhere else sounds like a real headache yeah it's not really like i wasn't into it so i was like no what what like i'm trying to think like for me personally i'm like here's me Here's me shit, a like, burger. Yeah, yeah exactly. they'd love that. They'd be like, oh, you shitting? Done. There's a game for that. Do you have guys, <laughs> do you have guys email you and ask for like your dirty sneakers and socks and stuff? No, and I'll tell you why. A, I don't check all those 99 plus. Yeah. Don't check messages, them. Messages, I do. You do? Well, only because I get podcast stories from it. Like when I ask oh. people to submit stories, so I see it. Well, yeah. that's smart. Mm-hmm. Um, no. And I think it's because my husband is a big, hairy guy that will yeah, probably he beat will the fucking f- kill them. But look yeah. at my husband. He's been to prison. They don't oh, care. Yes? Yeah, he was in prison for six that. months. What did he do? Him and Pamela when they had the fucking fight. Oh, wow. And he pushed her. He went to prison for six months for that. This Solitary so- confinement across from Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> about that shit don't you feel like i feel like your husband's had a few different lifetimes because that seems like a lifetime ago. he is so strong yeah if i went to prison for six months and was uh, in solitary for six months and for six months with no tv no cell phone all you got was a fucking toilet a cot and a fucking book if you wanted to read one for serious? six fucking months dude and did they do that to protect him from the general population? Yeah, he had to be in, yeah, he had to be in, you know, seclusion to not be with Gen Pop. Yeah. Wow. So and six months of that, I would lose my shit. I would never be the same. He's like the most easygoing. He has no anxiety. How? He is so normal. He doesn't take any medication. He's a fucking happy-go-lucky dude. He has, like, I have anxiety attacks and he's like, well, just, just calm down. And I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks. That's That'll work. And he tries like he's so sweet. He'll like try to give me a hug, but he's like <laughs> he like doesn't get it. Yeah. I'm like shaking, and he's like he's like he like thinks I'm secretly on drugs. I'm like no, this is just me. No, no, I should no, be no. on more drugs. Like I'm only on the 37.5 effector <laughs> and Valium as needed. I should be on way more medication. Yeah. Every time I talk to my psychiatrist, he's like, "Can we add some stuff?" Really? And you're not? Oh, no, you don't I don't want to. I know it's too much already. Because the side effects I've tried, I just tried adding. Um, I tried Wellbutrin. I tried adding that yeah, for that? daytime because I'm so tired usually. And uh, I didn't like it. I got migraines. Oh, that's terrible. Then I tried um, Pristique. You heard, I never of that? heard of that, that one? That one gave me fucking just like, I felt like I like 
my head was going to explode. It just made me feel like air was in my head. You know what I mean? Terrible. And I'm like, if something doesn't make me feel good right away, I don't like wait it out. And I know you're supposed to wait, like take it for like a couple weeks. But if the first couple days I feel sick on it, I can't keep forget it. it. No. You know, what's interesting too, is that I think it, okay. They say that war veterans, when they talk about PTSD, Mm -hmm. you can only talk about it with other people that have been in the shit. Yeah. And I feel like, People like us who have been through the, the fucking trenches. Yeah, yeah. Like you really can't fathom it. Like Tommy, I'll tell my husband stories. And that's why every time I tell him, he's like, what? Like it's I know. Just, and I've only told you like, now this is a fraction. There's still like a whole other. I, I want to hear everything. Volumes. But then you're like, they don't really comprehend the, the levels mm. of terror. Like a kid can go through and the, you know what I yeah. mean? You have to experience it to kind of really fucking understand. And the, and then it's so weird. Like, what does Tom do? Like, if you have a panic attack, is he oh good about it? yeah, I don't have them very often. I oh, t- I took too much CBD uh-huh. with THC and then in freaked it, out. and I had a, I was having yeah. rolling panic attacks. Yeah, and he's just like, it's like, like he talked me down. Aww. It was really sweet. But I generally don't have them any. I don't have them anymore. Not since I was. But he's comforting. Yeah. Oh, that's He's good. very sweet. Mm-hmm. Sounds like yours is too. Yeah, Tommy is. He just doesn't get it. He's just like, oh, oh, <laughs> well, what's that happening? <laughs> I'll think about it. I'm like, well, I don't want to think right now. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, there's got to be a reason. I'm like, no, dude, I just started like, it's, cause sometimes mine will just happen. Yeah, like, I'll, so I don't know what it is. I'm like, maybe like past life shit. I don't know, not to be weird. But like, I'll see a tree or something or like I'll be on vacation and I'll just like look and I'll see a color like of something. It'll be like a color of an umbrella or something. And all of a sudden I'll be thrown into a panic attack. And I don't know why. It'll be random. It makes well, no sense. I'll tell you. I think I have a theory because I would get that too. So, mm-hmm. okay. 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 All right. Let's Buckle break up. it down. Okay. So when I used to walk around our old neighborhood, uh-huh. I would walk around the middle of the day and I would hear leaf blowers uh-huh. and I would immediately go into a dissociative, yep. Yep. like, I'm uneasy. I mm-hmm. fucking hate leaf blowers. And I'm yeah. like, who hates leaf? Like who's saying that as yeah. passionately? Turns out as a childhood memory, my dad would just leave me home alone a lot in the summertime, like to uh, go to work. Like yeah. I wouldn't do anything. I would sit in the house all day scared waiting yeah. for him to come home. And when the gardeners would come around the leaf blowers, I would be afraid that they would break into the house and take me. Yeah. And so I have like a weird fear, you know, and they're all by the window. Yeah. Yeah, And it's scary scary for a little girl who's alone in the house. It's Mm -hmm. seven years old or whatever. And so that's, but that was a direct pipeline. I could remember that one. Yeah. But maybe you have some that are so in the vault that you just see a color and you're I can't like, remember them. It's like, can't even, re- yeah. And it's I'm trauma s- though, because the trauma brain can't remember. Mm-hmm. You have to try. So Miss Pat told me, a comedian, cause she goes, yeah. Christina, you just gotta try to remember. Just start trying to yeah. remember. And then they'll start, cause I couldn't remember anything in my childhood either for like years. A long time, yeah. She goes, just start trying. Remember <laughs> the little stuff. I'm so scared. Have you remember. tried EMDR? <laughs> no, everyone keeps telling me about that. The- I have a woman for you. Really? I wanna go. Do it. Have it's her happening. come here. Yeah, I'll have her come over. I'll pay her. Yeah. Let's you, do it. it'll, it changed my life too. I want to do that. that I would one love it. I will have life. her over the house. Do it, do dude. It. Yes. That one I've you got to fear. Like a lot of, you got to face your fears. So. You I just have it. to remember them because I think I've blocked a lot out. I remember the really, really traumatic stuff and then like little things will come to me out of nowhere and I'll be like, oh God. That's what it is. It's like very few good memories. From yeah. Childhood. Me too. That's so funny because like, yeah, me too. I, right? I, I, You're like, what yeah. are the good ones? And then my yeah. mom's like, you just don't remember the good stuff. And I'm like, what good stuff? The good stuff. 
like like one time you took me to Burger King and it was fun. Yeah. Well, I went to Chuck E. Cheese. My dad would take us to Chuck yeah. E. Cheese. I went to Magic Mountain with him. Yeah. I went to Disneyland with them. But every vacation was traumatic. Were your Terrible. vacations traumatic? Oh, my dad would take me to Club Med when I was a little girl. And then, like, if you've ever been there, back in the 80s, it Everyone was... was, like, naked. Yeah. Oh my it's God. a fuck club. And so... Yeah, and I'm a little girl, again, dancing with sailors and weirdos, and I'm Yikes. running around this village, this French Shit. fucking swinger club fucking or whatever. people in banana hammocks everywhere. You're like, yeah. wow, that guy's wiener showing. Yeah, like finding cigarettes to smoke <laughs> oh with God. other children. Stop. French kids. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I'd watch him, you know, drink tequila in the room and I, I remember getting excited because daddy could drink the worm at the bottom of the tequila bottle where is your dad <laughs> now <laughs> so dark the darkest um um not sure do you I'm, talk to him not right now no really no it's too much going on god damn yeah. yeah i mean i just started talking to my mom again we've had a very tumultuous relationship and we're trying to work on it and she talks to my therapist and i talk to my therapist and you know, we're trying to like, you know, be cool. You know, I haven't seen her in about three years. And uh, I talk to my dad every day. That's good. And my dad's like very, my dad calls me and texts me every day. And That's he's done wonderful. that since I moved out here 17 years ago. Oh. He like loves me so much. That's wonderful. He literally calls and texts every single day. And if I don't respond, he'll just like send me weird pictures of him. Like he'll be like, hurt, dad. And he'll be like. Like, he'll make a face. Like, it's very, like, he very care much cares. Oh. Yeah, so my dad tried really hard to be, you yeah. know. But he's a dad, so it's like, you know, only so much you can do. Guys you know? are dopes. Guys are, guys are, guys are, like, he's a guy's guy, too. He's not like a, you know, he's not like effeminate. So it's no. like, he's a dude. So, like, when I was sad when I was younger, he'd be like, and I was like, that's not what I need. I need a hug. And he'd be like, okay, yeah. you're gonna be fine. Yeah. And I'm like, ow, fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ, like, just yeah. punch me in the yeah. face. He's like, you're going to toughen up. And I'm like, yeah. oh, God, I'm not tough. I'm weak. You yeah. know? Ooh, no, no. My dad literally, when he would tell me Your I dad's love freaking you, hardcore. hardcore. My dad would be like, I love you, okay? <laughs> and you're like, that's the love. I love you. All right? Slap, slap, slap. Yeah, like, What about, that? like, birthday parties and shit? So, <laughs> here's the deal. He was actually quite good about spoiling me in that regard if uh -huh. it was money. He could throw, if he could throw money at the problem. Was he wealthy? I think he did really well. He what did, did he do? He owned a forklift business wow. in the Valley and he did really well. I'm Good. really proud of him. Like mm -hmm. he worked his way up from fucking nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah, birthday parties. Yeah, money, throw money. I would have just lived with presents. him. I would have been like, fuck it. I'll, and I'll I, live with forklift daddy. I did for a while. And I did. I go back, back and, and forth, forth yeah. back and forth, back and forth. It was too much. But wanting a mother's much. love is one very important. Like- <sighs> Oh, wasn't the worst like know. yeah i know i still don't know what that is like people I I, we don't know what we've missed mm -hmm. so i can't get, i get sad about it but i don't know what i'm missing i don't know what i'm sad about do you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah i know what i give my kids and i'll be like this must feel really good for them like yeah. they must feel so safe and that must be really nice you know i know i'm like so jealous of people who like remember do you remember going over friends houses with yeah. their moms yeah and their moms were like braiding their hair and baking pie and making you know <laughs> yeah. like being like i love you let's go get our nails done yeah. together and like let's cuddle and like be so sweet and i'm like whoa yeah. i want that yeah 
I want like, that too. What's up? Or I go to my. They're American, just so warm and loving. Yeah. You come like, to them with any problem. Yeah. Or I go to my American friend's house and they buy. Well, there's tuna casserole. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is a tuna casserole? There's food in the fridge. Help yourself. Yeah. And they had like cool good juice snacks. boxes yeah. and stuff. You're like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate pudding. And, yeah. And like Twinkies and shit. I was like, dude. Yeah. And the mom would just be like, help. Have fun, you guys. Yeah. Just sit, bring you some snacks while you're playing. What? What is this? Ritz crackers with little pieces of salami and cheese. What? Did you make this masterpiece? Yeah. Or just the mom. Yeah. Yeah, like the tender mom, my my best friend. The tender mom. That's a, what I always wanted. Yeah, my my friend Shona, uh, my best friend growing up in the valley. Thank God for her and her family, because her mom was real tender mm-hmm. and just still to this day, like the so kindest safe and kind. Yeah, just just gentle. Just Carol. Her name's yeah, Carol. Oh, Carol. And soft spoken. Yeah, doesn't yell. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, and if you're sad, like you know that that person could like embrace you and like everything's gonna be okay. Whereas like with my mom, it's like. I'd be like, I need a hug. I need a hug. Yeah. And, or like you tell them something, you, you feel like you want to have like a yeah. mom relationship. No, 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 no. Then they go tell everybody or they yes. put it on Facebook. Well, we didn't have Facebook room, but my mother but, would you know, tell, tell people all, secrets. all your troubles yep. and then tell like whatever. And you're like, okay, well, can't trust them either. That's great. It's you horrible. Know? So, you know, whatever. But we're trying to work on it. Yeah. It's been hard. She, you know, my mom had a really hard childhood. So that's why it's like kind of yeah. just like, and that's another reason why I'm like, I'm not having kids. Cause I just, I'm just so afraid I would be. Well, I'm not going to lie, dude. It's te- as much work as you put into yourself now mm-hmm. to get to where you're at mm-hmm. when you have children. Now it becomes, it's a whole new game of therapy and like just fucking going through it, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Just go through it. But you know, you got to go through it and then you come out. But as long as you're aware, you have awareness. Yeah. I just don't think it's for me. Too. Then it's not, then it's not. Don't yeah. listen. Don't fucking don't let yeah. me pressure you. It's just a whole new life. It's a whole new life. Like the thought of like me being older, like I think about it a lot because I'm like, well, my husband's older than me and, you know, um, his kids are older and I'm like, well, when I'm old, like I'm going to have nobody. That's the only thing that scares me, but I could always have like a, a cocker spaniel or something. <laughs> That's why you have dogs. That's why I have to, you know, I'll always have a little wiener dog. I'm going to yeah. have like five. Oh my God. I want like a fleet of dachshunds. I do. Oh. You know, she's not fixed. Oh. And I want her to have puppies so bad, but Tommy's yeah. like, no puppies. No puppies, but I want puppies. No puppies. I know. She would have the cutest little puppies. Yes, she would. Dogs Dogs are really, and you know, I the first dog we rescued, FIFO, like Aww. that that dog opened me up so much opened up my ability to love and care for something yeah. i never even thought i could do a dog and then i got another dog and then i got pregnant with my kid my first son it was like in stages wow it was scary i'm not i'm not scary, yeah but you did a great job i'm I mean, doing i'm trying you. you're yeah, a great you mommy got hair on your hands i do oh thank you oh thank you does your mom was she ever competitive with you in the past no, she was never stuff. competitive with me. Um, she she was always like, she was the one who taught me about beauty. That was oh. one thing. Like she was always done up. My mom was like Mine too. stunning. Like Mine my too. mom was like 108 pounds, fucking nice breasts, like beautiful. Like everyone would see my mom and be like, that's the pretty mom. 
you know, she was beautiful. And I remember watching her like do lipstick and makeup and like, you know, and then when she left, I would like try to do it on my own. And it looked like Mimi from Drew Carey. I'd be like, <laughs> hey, guys, like my blue eyeshadow. And people were like, oh, my God. Yeah. But yeah, no, she always like she was always very like into beauty. And like she put lipstick on me when I was like in my kindergarten photos. I had lipstick on. <gasps> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I'm so into that shit now. Everyone's like, whoa, dude. But it's like then I'm also very much a tomboy because I was raised by my dad. Yeah, that's so funny. I was, so we have like a similar pretty, pretty, but like dick jokes. Yeah, and I think too it makes you relatable. Yeah, because then you know what I mean. Like mm. you're not, you're beautiful, but you're not like that bitchy. I know. Girl. And then there's like those girls on Instagram that are like hot, but they're like. <laughs> I'm not going to mention names, but they're like hot, but they're like, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm funny and relatable, but they're like, not really. They're like really just doing the videos to be hot. You know yeah. What I yeah. Mean? Yes, like, yes, it's like, yes, here's yes. another video of me in a bikini. And I'm not one to talk because I do do some bikini videos, yeah, but, but you have a good I, just, body. I need just a little bit of reassurance sometimes. So I do that. <laughs> so don't fucking judge me. And uh, you know what? Whatever, guys. <laughs> yeah. But you have a good body. You should. Yeah. Just have fun with it. I'm trying to just enjoy it. Do it. I mean, I'm 33. I'm going to be 34 so, in September. That's you're 33 you're that's like okay first of all i was 32 when i got married i was 38 when i had my first child really? i'm 43 now wow so dude like you've got a whole world time. ahead of you yeah i got some time I you guess. really do if you if god feel like if you do if the switch goes off for me my baby switch didn't go off until i was 35 really? and i was like wow. i want a baby i want a baby yeah some of my friends like um are in their 40s and they're like they literally look way younger than me and they're so hot. And I'm like, wow, like I'm not even worried about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, fuck. No, you look amazing. You know I, mean? I would never, I mean, I think you're just more mature than 33. I was yeah, like, I'm like 50. In, you've been through so much. Yeah. My like, Christina, let's talk about Polydent who sponsors my <laughs> podcast. Anyway, I love you. This I has been really fun. Too. I can't believe we did a fucking whole hour and 15 minutes Holy already. shit. All right. I know it flew. Yeah. I love I love you being here. I want to do like a, we should do like a fucked up feelings podcast or I, something or fucked up friends club podcast. I would love it. Yeah. Let's, there's a, let's have you something. heard of the fucked up friends club? It's no. called by local authority. They have like a, a clothing line. It's called fucked up friends. It's us. <laughs> fucked up friends. Like, well, we should at least start. A support group for people that have mentally borderline person. I think borderline specifically because yeah. it's a very so many people have it. I think there's a I don't know how what the I don't know what the statistics are. I think a yeah. lot of or just people. parents that are mentally ill in general because it's like I did go to Al-Anon to try to address yeah. that because they told me that that would be a good place, but I didn't relate to anybody because everyone's parents were severe alcoholics and it was like more about their alcoholism than it was about mental illness. I mean, yeah. obviously it goes hand in hand. Yeah, a yeah. lot, but. The, a lot of the people in Al-Anon were just talking about like, oh yeah, my mom passed out drunk in the house with a cigarette, burned the whole house down, like that kind of thing. Horrible, but like yeah. not mentally like abusive, not mental illness. Yeah, because that to know? me would be like, yeah, all right. Yeah, like, my, like my parent did that. I'd be like, that sucked, but at least they didn't like tell you that their dad's donkey cock didn't fit in them when you were five. You know, like I'd most rather the house burned down. <laughs> I know. And like, yeah, my mom would kick me out all the time. Like, That's yeah. insane. As a kid, you're like, where am I going to go fucking go? Yeah. I'm three. I know. But the part <sighs> of, but I got to tell you though, I think your mom leaving, mm -hmm. leaving, that's a fucking rare. Like, I was listen, so glad. I do the road, not now, but yeah. 72 hours max. And that's I'm where home. You're done, yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm, with your babies, yeah. You cannot pry me. 
from my mm-hmm. children. Like even now, I'm like, I got, I got. What's up with dinner time? Yeah, yeah. You're like bitching and the shit. Like, I love, yeah, because yeah. I, I, they're me. They're a part of. They came from me. So for that to happen, something's really wrong with her. Like, can I tell you? I was so glad. Yeah, because the drama went. It, all the oh. yelling gone. Wait until she dies. Oh no! It's the best. No, no the, I'll be so sad. Well, the I'll first, feel bad. I'll feel like year. I fucking. But then you're free. <sighs> then you're free. I'm dead. She listens to this. She's like, you little Oh, bitch. sorry. No. Mom, you're doing great. You're oh, doing my God. Great. No. I mean, like, we're working on it. I love it. You're working on it. You're working. Anyway. anyway all right. Anyway, so all right. follow Christina. Oh, yeah. You guys already listen to your mom's house. And yeah. you have the mommy podcast, which no, is wait. your yeah, your where, where my mom's pod- at? Where my mom is at is your yeah. own personal podcast, which I love. Where my mom? Where my mom? Where my mom's at? I listen to that shit. And you have your Doctor Drew shit you do all the time. Christina's everywhere. You guys know all about. You know, you guys already know about her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So go follow her on Instagram. Is you? What's your at handle? It's just at Christina P. At the Christina P. The at the Christina P. Go follow her. She's mad entertaining, and maybe we'll start a trauma group, and we'll let you guys know. about it. I would love that, man. <laughs> wouldn't we have wouldn't to. shouldn't we? Maybe if we have some. I mean, we do have time in quarantine. Maybe we could set it up. Seriously, dude. Doing the like fucking everybody can meet, and so many people show up, and <laughs> right, it's like it becomes a cult. That'd be great. Led by us. That's fucking trauma cult. As long as we can help people, man. Bring free donuts and coffee, guys, yeah, and talk dude. about your bullshit. Everyone Let's gets do it. it's like a it's like AA. You get you get uh five minutes and go around the room, introduce yourself, say whether you'd like to share or not. I love that. Yeah, be cool. Let's be do cool. It. There's a lot Let's of people. Do it. Anyway, all right. I all love right. you. I love and you guys, follow her, check her out, and we'll stay tuned next week for more worst first. We're out. <laughs> oh, wrong button. <button-up. laughs>